0: Good evening, everyone, and perhaps even a good morning or good afternoon from wherever you are. Welcome once again to another one of our podcasts, The Three Wise Potatoes. Um, I hope everyone has been um, pretty awesome since our last cast. Uh, today we have with us again um, Prash and Dean Howard Bought the Few this evening.
1: Hello, good. good. How are you guys? Good, quite
0: good. well, everything considered. Yeah. It's been a busy week. It's
1: goodbye, everything considered. You're going through the motions there, Captain. <laughs>
0: um, not emotions, but just uh, as, as you two would know, you know, just lot going on, I would say. stuffs. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But obviously moving through it, so, yeah. Well,
2: that's yeah, good. As we do. Mm,
0: exactly, exactly. I mean, even even today's topic um, is a discussion on movement and discussion on, um, I think, overcoming challenges and rising from things, so.
3: Nice.
0: Yeah, so what's been happening in everyone's lives? All good? Yeah, all good. Just, uh,
2: just uh, you know, busy with the life things, jobs getting a bit hectic now, and it's just lots of work stuff happening um most of the time it's just work then like doing some stuff in the evening relaxing um as much as i can but weekends your weekends are just super busy and you guys
1: when do you get the downtime uh,
2: honestly nowadays it's basically a couple of hours in the evening really it's not too much and then what is what is
1: it's not gonna be sustainable. Yeah.
2: Uh, it's okay. Um, I I find that the stuff on the weekend sometimes can be replenishing. Um, like especially when we okay, do something, right. especially mm-hmm. when we do something, um, mm-hmm. and then going out or doing something is it's it's a bit replenishing. But also I try to find like a couple of hours here and there, even on weekends, like a sleeping a bit late on a Saturday or a Sunday. And then chill in the evening on other days, and then football's back, so we get to watch some football as well. So it's not too bad.
0: You guys, I think
1: I'm a big fan of sleeping in.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, that's that's a good one. That's a good one as well. I think uh, this this week um, I learned something from a colleague of mine. Um, okay. So she was, yeah, you know, she was um, in Japan because we have office offices there as well, okay. and during the day. Um, at a particular time at any time really, um, the entire country sounds like this bell or you know these the alarm or something like that and what you have to do is get up or stop from whatever you're doing, get up off of your chair um, and just like shake about and you know just like shake it off you know stealing tips mm-hmm. was lying there and I think what they're trying to do is just trying to get you to less stressed um, more active mm-hmm. break any sort of um, cycle that you currently have going in, in your life right now and just just break whatever whatever's happening at that moment um, mm-hmm. and then after that they just go back to you know whatever whatever it is whatever task they were doing and this is the entire country does this at that particular time whether you're at work whether you're at school um, or home you know? I think it's just just something um different. Um that we just need something to learn as well, where we just take time for ourselves at any point during the, the day just to shake it off. I some, like that idea. Mm, yeah. Like tension release. Something. Mm. Yeah, exactly. You know. That's cool. Every now and then you do need some sort of break. Yeah, for sure. True. Very true. Okay, well... um, That's today's topic. (laughs) Pardon? You?
1: Oh, work has just been a lot to deal with lately. It's eating me alive, sometimes it feels. But, Mm. uh, you know, we get there. Um, Mm -hmm. Gonna basically just rest and recuperate this weekend and then go back at it. (laughs) Come Monday.
0: (laughs) Do you dread those Mondays?
3: No.
1: um, It's more like uh, if I haven't done enough on the weekend to sort of like center myself and recover and that kind of thing, then I feel a bit sluggish, but I don't dread the Monday.
0: Okay. That's cool. Yeah, I was just, I was just kind of checking if, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's whether you look forward to the, to the weekends or whether you look forward to the Mondays as well. I
1: definitely look forward to the weekends. I'm Mm. not so sure. Like sometimes I look forward to the Mondays and sometimes I'm like, oh, it's Monday, I'm not dreading it, but at the same time, I'm not, like, wildly excited about it either.
0: Sure. Mm. Okay. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And, I find, and I find that um, I think a fair amount of people as well um, might have that same sentiment. Yeah. Where, mm. uh, like, some days it'll be awesome, and, you know, uh, sometimes it, some days it won't be. I mean, peaks and troughs exist. We've talked about this in a, in a lot mm. of other podcasts as well. Mm. Yeah. Um, at length. Um, well... Thanks for sharing what your weeks have been like. Um, I really do hope it grows and gets better. Um, you know, you get better at handling it as time goes by. Um, so today's topic um, is called "My Rise, My role I, I know in the past we've 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 talked about um, different stages of your life, um, different trials and tribulations, and this time I think I want to focus on when you're at a particular point so you've obviously fallen you've failed at something and now you're at the point of bottom and I mean or you or you're challenged and you're growing Um, what's the first few things that you need to do to initiate any sort of recovery from from that bottom point
1: can you define Mm -hmm. recovery though
0: well, uh, let's just say you're at your lowest point, point. Um, and obviously it's the it's the the trough, the lowest, most point. And now you're you're trying to get back up to stability or. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So when
1: you say recovery, you mean make up ground, not sort of recover your energy or strength.
0: No, 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 no. Yeah, sorry, just just yeah, recover from.
1: Because I mean, when you when you hit that bottom, yeah, you <laughs> you kind of you kind of need to like heal or slash recover Mm -hmm. in a mental or physical or an emotional way Mm -hmm. before you can make up ground again if that makes sense yeah Mm -hmm. there you go yeah Yeah, so like it's interesting that your choice of words there was recovery because before you can make up or recover the ground you've lost you would have to recover the energy and the the strain you've just taken Um because when you bottom out it it hits you emotionally like when you have to face that you're at the bottom now and you have to climb back up again Mm. it's it's a heavy emotional sort of state to be in Mm -hmm. so for me i would say like first you've got to make sure that you're okay before you try and start climbing again and what sort of
0: i mean you mentioned emotion so what sort of emotions do you think? Um, From your experience, um, I think we've all at some point been at at bottoms here. Um, What sort of emotions did you feel?
1: It's a broad range, but like the big Mm. ones are, you know, sometimes you can feel depression and that's a a pretty bad one to feel. Mm. Um, Despair, loss, um, despondency, like Mm. some heavy, like when I say heavy emotions, that's what I mean. Like, I don't want to try anymore. I want to give up kind of emotions. um, Mm -hmm that I have nothing left, <clears throat> I don't really know how to continue. Mm-hmm. Um, that feeling of being completely lost,
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, like that emptiness of what you tried for, that you failed at, and mm-hmm. feeling like a failure is, I, I mean, I've felt it. Uh, I'm sure someone listening is probably going to resonate with that statement, when you've tried and you failed and you bottom out, and you like, OK, I thought this was going to work. I had bought into it,
3: mm-hmm.
1: committed to it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know i envisioned myself in there. i mean we've done the visualization and all that kind of stuff i saw myself in this and i'd invested in that future where this worked out and you mm-hmm. know that that future is something that you won't have or not have immediately um is it's it's heavy mm-hmm. those are those are the emotions that you feel well i felt anyway at that time mm-hmm.
0: Uh, did you feel any different, before i have I have a follow up question, Dean. But um, did you feel in, in the same things as well? No, I mean a lot of
2: the stuff that Dean is saying is like pretty on point. Right, you you have that feeling of hopelessness and and like what do, what what did I do wrong? And where did I go wrong? And like how how did it end up like this? And then sometimes it's just one thing compounding on top of the next, and then compounding on top of the next, and wherever you turn, everything is going wrong. And it's it's not a good. It's not a good place to be in.
1: You get rock bottom and you start digging.
2: When you start digging at rock bottom, that's when it's... Uh, that's when uh, hard mode looks easy. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> uh, it's it, it's just... It, it's a place where you... Um, you know, if you also... Don't even... Like, when I was there once, I think... It, you you don't even want to talk to people because you like, you sort of need to internalize it all first, and then try to understand yeah. what is going on, because it's also yeah. the thing of, uh, while it's happening to you, a lot of stuff is happening externally, and it's coming from external, yeah. right, and you just don't know how to deal, you know, um, so, it, it's one of those things that makes you just feel hopeless and completely alone, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's terrible. It's a terrible place to be in. But what I would say is is that in that time in that period, if you can advise people, the best thing in my mind is to actually find someone that you can confide in and speak to them about where you are, even if they're not. And also try to ask them not to give you advice straight away, but just to understand what it is that you're going through. Um, not from an advice point of view, but a mirroring point of view, because you also need to get it out, right? And the minute you get it out, that's when things start turning around. Um, but yeah, that's that's basically, yeah. I think Dean also summed up the major um, key points of,
0: like how and what that situation feels like. So, I mean, you'll describe the emotions and I, and I know Prashi just mentioned um, a few steps to, to kind of begin that journey um, upward again, let's just say, right, mm-hmm. um, onto that new path. Um, can you think of uh, anything else that can, I, I guess, um, push you out of that hopelessness and, those, and the variety of feelings uh, that you have? Like what's that, what's that one thing, if you think back, uh, even in your own experiences, what's the one thing that kickstarted that journey? For, for, for either of you. No. <laughs> cool. Well, okay. So, uh, I mean, from I my experience. Me, do you
3: want
1: me to go? Yeah, uh, oh, uh, oh, yeah, no, on. go, go for it, Dean. Well, I think you, to go. Do you want okay, to go. Okay, yeah. cool. Um,
0: I, I guess from, I guess from my experience, um, it was, uh, a finality of realizing, um, that I didn't want to feel this way anymore. It was a point of, um, like, I'm just really tired of this now. And, and it was it was a point as well that I realized that it was me that was keeping myself there as well. So, mm-hmm. yes, um, I had a bazillion failures and it was horrible, like all of you have described now, the feelings. But it was a choice that at this point I said to myself, um, enough is enough. I have made a conscious decision to now um, reach that inflection point to, to now move back upward. So for me, it it was realization that I needed to stop um, at this point and start that, start full on recovery now. And then that's when I made that upward journey again. Uh, so that's, that's what it was for me, just a realization of enough is enough. Mm. Dino?
1: Um the worst ones that i've been through Mm. took a slightly different approach here because i mean it felt terrible and i was very like overwhelmed by it Mm -hmm. (sighs) um especially like not the 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 thing that happened it was more the emotions that happened after the thing right Um, Mm. like you 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 suffer something and then you torture yourself afterwards for days weeks months Mm. after that with the way you remember the event right that's Mm. what the trauma is
3: yeah um
1: and for me like i kept wondering how much worse can this get and i kept avoiding the feelings and then i decided to confront the feelings in, know in like a very head-on fashion like i decided i'm not gonna try and avoid these anymore i'm just gonna feel everything mm. and i'm gonna see how deep the pit goes mm-hmm. and once i hit the bottom bottom like this was the worst it felt this can't get any worse mm. at that point something in my brain clicked going okay so this is how deep it'll go. This is the way the limit is. Now you understand where the parameters are or the limits are. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a certain safety in that. Um, I'm not suggesting people do this, by the way. it's not a healthy means. But It was just how I understood what I was going through. It was my process. And once I understood where those limits were, I was able to then move out
2: of them. So... I kind of think what you do, what you both did, is what you have to do, right? You, like, similar to Yash, the way you explained it to me, or well, the way I understood it was, uh, Yash noticed that he was in that state, and he's like, no more, right? He may not have fully explored how far it could go, But uh, I think you also, if I want to say it this way, you you can get to the bottom of a trench and you can keep digging, right? And you dug a little bit to find out how far it would go before it became um, self-helpful, right? Mm. And then you decided that that's the limit for me and that's it. Whereas Yash Mm -hmm. will automatically notice in a different way right, that it's now becoming Mm self-harmful, and then you'll um, Mm -hmm. think, whereas you like to explore a little bit, because the feeling, I I think it comes from a little bit of calmness Mm -hmm. and tranquility, whereas you know you're in the state, but you are okay with being there as long as it benefits you learning something. right? Yeah. And... Yeah, I, I the, the way you guys put it, I think I, it was similar for me. I mean, you sit there and you, you sort of wallow, wallow, wallow until you realize this, this, you're not gaining anything from it, you know. And it's sort of becomes something where you're like, okay, this is becoming a tired story now. And that's when you kind of snap out of it. But I think one of the major factors is time. Um, when you're in that situation, you kind of need to give time to that situation because you sort of need to learn how to get tired of the situation that you're in, otherwise you're not going to pull yourself out. Um, yeah. And if you have the strength to pull yourself out, that's another thing. But. Um, it, when you're in that situation you kind of got to give it the time for yourself to experience what's going on and like you said the I think what you said was so important was the emotions of what you're feeling after what happens so something happens and then you start feeling the emotions and some of those emotions are internal and some of those emotions are from external right so some are Mm -hmm. like some are like this is what's happened to me and this is why I feel this way but some are like why did this happen to me and then your own internal emotions start building on what has happened right and they sort of magnify it in a way and i think that sort of process kind of needs to happen just a little bit because you get a lot of people that don't pile it on actually you get very few people that don't pile it on right most people pile it on Um, and those people are very very self they they self no, I don't want to say self-centered, but centered selves, you know, and they know yeah. that uh, there's a point where I don't need to beat myself up for something. And there's very few people like that, but um, yeah, like the most people will be like, oh my God, this is what's happening to me, and I feel so much worse, and, you know, and then they'll act out and whatever it is. But it's all that, that, that stuff, you, you need to sort of go through that a little bit. I feel uh, because it's your own body's and your own brain's way of saying, This is the problem. This is the way it's going. How do I deal with this to come out of it? You know, and then when it recognizes that something is wrong and focuses on that thing, that's when Mm -hmm. either it gets worse enough for the body to recognize I'm in pain, or Mm. it gets worse
0: enough to the point where the body says, I don't want this. That's also true, and I, I, so I'll touch on a few things that you mentioned as well. I know you, you both you both reminded me at some at some point in the recent months uh, as well to be um, soft or kind to myself as well and not um, fully uh, keep uh, the blame on as well. Um, mm-hmm. And then you, you also um, kind of touched on uh, just that point after. Um, which you know, if I look back, as it also um, I faltered on in the past as well. Um, but uh, I guess that with with each one, we, we kind of get better um, at mm. dealing with that and, and kind of moving moving forward for, forward through the troughs. Um, mm. you know, one of my one of my next questions as well is, uh, you know, at every. At every encounter, you know, you're at your every next trough, is it, does, does it become easier? Um, does it stay at the same level? Or is it does it get harder, in your opinions? Like the next time you encounter a failure, that's what I mean.
1: I think you can be better equipped to deal with a failure, but that doesn't mean it's any easier. Yeah. Um, because the trough can be deeper or a lot sharper or, you know, filled with rubble. And that you encounter that, like, metaphorically speaking, obviously. Um, like, the, each trough tends to get harder to deal with, um, mm-hmm. but that's kind of why the troughs before it were easier and were, you were able to learn from them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, that's, that's kind of part of life's design, right? Mm-hmm. you, you mm-hmm. learn and then you move and then there's a bigger challenge. And you have to use what you've been equipped with thus far to overcome that challenge. Yeah. So I wouldn't say any of it's gotten easier. I've just become more equipped.
3: Mm.
2: I would say it depends on if it's the same problem. Yeah, every challenge would like, be probably different, right? Every challenge, like I 100% agree with Dean. It, it doesn't become easier. It it you can become more equipped to deal mm. with it. But if it's the same problem that's happening again and again, yeah. then mm. It's essentially a thing of lesson wasn't learned the first time, um, yeah. but as Dean says, most of the time you don't really suffer the same problem because if you've seen a problem, you don't really go back to it, right? Um, no, we hope and not. the 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 trust well, the yeah, trust okay, the okay. trust can be in different areas. Like say for example, one is in your love life, and then another one is in your your finances, and then another another one is in your like family yeah. life, right? and each one of those things is different like it, say for example in your job right you had a we had a, uh, a problem right and it was an mm-hmm. issue and you hit rock bottom and you needed to change jobs or you needed to work harder to get out of it then you have a different area where you have a financial issue and you like hit rock bottom and like you mm. can't pay for like your car and your your lifestyle and your house and whatever it is those are so completely differently draining that um, <laughs> uh, the mechanisms to deal with them are completely different. And uh, yeah it, it 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 then becomes
0: a different it's completely different trough, you know?
3: hmm
0: I think I love that you mentioned mechanisms because that leads me on to the to one of the next points as well. You know, what, what sort of mindset do you need to have uh, in order to Kind of sustain this, this this new pathway that you're trying to build for yourself. Because we we all have internal conversations with ourselves, right? Like like all mm. of you mentioned, uh, uh, in that from that first question, it's like this negative talk. Um, I'm not good enough. Um, like the, in my opinion, uh, if I had to answer the question first, um, it's uh, you can't stay positive all the time. You are going to have that negative conversation with yourself, mm. but um, for me, it's having that that strength, knowing that the negative conversation is up to you to shut down um, and tell yourself that this is the this is the path that I that I want to build for myself, and this is where I'm going, um, mm. and the and the and the and the point uh, that I'm getting to is is a positive and a hopeful one. Um, so that's the sort of mindset um, that, that that I would have. Uh, just I I would engage with the negative conversation and then still beat it down by saying okay this is where I'm going this is why what you're saying to me is untrue and you know I'll move forward that way so it's a it's a it's like a shut mm-hmm. down any negative in my mind uh, mindset mm-hmm. um, from what I have done in the past but but how would how would you challenge or or or, or determine or define what mindset you'd have. I mm-hmm.
2: uh-huh. Personally, I don't think I could have that mindset. Um, uh, I don't know about Dean, but I can't just remove any negative thought. You know, um, hmm. I kind of move with it because the negative thought is telling me something, and then I try to understand what it's doing because a negative thought is coming from somewhere. So for me, it's more about listening to that negative thought and then correcting it. Um, mm-hmm. because the next time it comes up then it's a corrected problem, you know? And mm-hmm. then I see things differently. Uh I could never remove negative thoughts completely because I, I I'm just I'm not wired that way, you know. Um mm-hmm. and to a degree it's self-learned wiring. Mm-hmm. But like I've just never done that sort of wiring, or you know? I've never done the wiring to say, Listen, this is a negative thought, I'm not gonna address it. Right or not to say not mm-hmm. you're not going to address it, um, you know how to um, what's the word uh, squash it, right, and um, mm. uh, in, in a way to say well, well not so much, belittle it you know, um, and that uh, I don't know I'm more one of those people that will just go okay uh, this is the situation. Uh, I'm more of a um, solution oriented based person. So what what is the best way to get out of this is the mm. first question that I would ask. And then I would start not building steps, but praying a lot that uh, the solution would come to me quickly. And then mm. after it doesn't come to me quickly, then I'd start making small steps to solve the problem.
1: Quite similar to that in that I don't think I've got the capacity to banish the negative thoughts or to suppress them the way Yash does like it takes a very strong mindset to be able to do that Mm. Um, not to say I don't have a strong mindset I just I can't do I can't do what he does Um, for me it's very similar to what you do Guj in that if the negative thoughts come up um, I like to see where they're coming from Mm. and sometimes it's not a case of just correct them or not it's more a case of what is the degree of validity to the negative thought? Mm. Um, because all thoughts have to come from somewhere, right? So mm. if I feel like I'm not good enough, where is that coming from? Mm. Um, if I failed at something, what, did I fail because I wasn't good enough or did I fail because the test was subjective? Mm. And if the test was subjective, was my effort something I was happy with? Mm. And if that is the case, then the negative thought is corrected then and then. However, if I fail because I was below standard or I was not good enough, that's a harder conversation because then I have to admit to myself, actually, you failed because you deserve to fail, and <laughs> your corrective action is not to um, ignore this negative thought. But the negative thought is telling you that if you want to progress along this route that you are adamant to, to progress along, because I want this thing, if I want to get, if I want to succeed, then what I need to do is I need to address my shortcomings. Um, This is a very humbling set of thinking. Um, It does not feel fantastic, Uh, I must be honest, because it makes you feel super cock. But um, when you establish what you need to develop in yourself and then you go ahead and develop that thing, um, I found that it has helped going forward. Mm -hmm. So the negative thought for me is always, uh, okay, where are you coming from and how valid are you? And usually there's some degree of validity. Maybe it's 5%, mm. maybe it's 95%. <laughs> if it's 95%, then I've got a lot of work to do. Um, <laughs> if it's 5%, sometimes the work is negligible and maybe I won't do anything. Mm. Um, but it's really just a case of establishing its validity.
2: So you look at yourself mm. in the yeah.
0: situation and then deal with it as it is. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Yeah. I mean, asking asking why, I think, is a is a constructive way of, of doing it as well. Like mm. you, you're engaging with that mm-hmm. with the talk and, and it's like okay trying to find the root cause of it right and, and applying logic as well to reason um,
1: logic yeah. and also a little bit of honesty with yourself mm. um, and that's that's hard because you're if you have to hon- honestly look at yourself in the mirror and be like okay that was a bit cock, i wasn't good <laughs> enough that's not a fun conversation oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I, it is not good for your confidence uh, however yeah um if you don't attack, if you take your ego out of the equation, that, that really does help a lot because yeah. then it's a case of okay, I was cuck, but I can get better. Yes. So now I'm gonna go get better. Yeah. I'll, that, I'll, that's I'll actually
0: quite be hard, be, hard to do. No, yeah, but uh, I'll tell you what. Like, like I said, very humbly. Like I, I failed. I failed most recently two weeks ago publicly, um, in front of people, and when I got back home, I, I felt really really, really horrible. Um, But I accepted, like, like Dean said, that like the validity of the internal conversation was, it it was hundred percent, you know, I failed right in front of people and yes, it felt terrible. Then I said to myself, yes, okay, cool. It was fully my responsibility for failing. Um, And I'll accept that I am going to, that I failed, but I wanted that to fail, that failure at all define me um, going forward and I will look to get better. Um, so yes, um, whilst I did feel bad for that period, um, the next day I think I got back up and, and carried on. So I, I just wanted to be open about that, that 100% what DNA is saying. Uh, you can apply it and you can reflect on it. Uh, but I was really kind to myself and I accepted the fact that I failed. And mm. after I accepted it, having, having accepted it, um, everything was okay again. I reached a place of calm afterward. Productive, man. Mm. You yeah, know, it uh, like Dean says, sort of, it was a humbling experience. Um, it's, it's. I think it's. You know, we we, uh, we need to change the conversation around um, what falling is in the first place. You know, and it's not there to destroy you. Realistically, it's there to mm. create. Um, you know, we we got to get uh, like an attitude that the pain can lead to power. Um, so that's that, that that's kind of something we we need to wrap our heads around as well. Like pain is not there um, for nothing; it's there for a purpose. Um, and I, I know, Crush you mentioned. Yeah. 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 No, no, go ahead. No, no. Yeah. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go
2: ahead. I, I, I was going to ask a question. Do you think mm-hmm. that it would help? To remove the ego from the situation if you used a, a person as a sounding board. Because, you know, when you're in that situation, you're like, mm-hmm. ego plays a huge part because you're alone. And all of it is mental thoughts, right? But if you use someone as a sounding board, you uh, mm-hmm. you sort of have to remove the ego because otherwise you just sound. I don't know, maybe it's based on the personality type that's speaking, sure. but... but yeah. uh,
1: I think it depends on how much trust you have in the person. The other person, yeah. Could be. yeah. because yes. your ego can get in the way just as easily with another person. Yeah, yeah that's,
2: that's
0: true. true. Like someone, like like one of you guys will be easily yeah. pick up on bullshit, right? That, that anyone, yeah, was, like, was, was I, that, that I would question. say to you. Yeah, and so a, like you have to kind of um, get the right yeah. person. That you can be feel Pretty comfortable close. enough to mm. be vulnerable with as well. Mm. Um, yeah, that's. I think that's key. Um, okay. You can't you never show? You never want to show your vulnerability to just anyone. There's a select yeah. few people that even I show that show it to, and that's two of you. But um, yeah, it's 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 difficult to just open up to just any random person.
1: Yeah, I definitely wouldn't. Um, wouldn't do it with just anybody um, there's there's maybe just a handful of people that can that I'll allow to see me in that state um, that includes the two of you because mm. there's years of trust built there mm. you know and also you could see through the bullshit we really could so yeah
0: yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh, you know i don't think i don't think i had a place of ego i think um for me, it was it was I think after when I had that conversation with myself, I said, OK, it was nice to get knocked uh, knocked down a notch um, because I can't just keep winning. You know, that's not how you learn. Uh, we don't learn through winning. We learn through failure. Yeah. So uh, that's I, I how I accepted it. I said, yeah, that's how yeah. I accepted it. You know, I failed for a reason. Yeah. Um, so now I just need to learn. Yeah. Well, the main reason I asked the question about ego is because I think Dean said it. He said, "You
2: know that ego plays a huge part," and I'm like, mm. "What is the easiest way to remove it from the equation?" Because that's also a, a, a way of getting to the turnaround faster. Hmm.
3: Well, if
1: I can put it to you this way, right? When it comes to a failure of any kind, the ego is the place that the pain is stored. Yeah. it's the place where all the pain comes from Mm. Um, if I've like if I look at people that have removed ego from their failures to as much as it is possible they suffer very little and they're able to get to the lesson in that so much quicker yeah Um, and it's because the ego plays such a small role in it
0: Mm.
2: which is why I was asking because
0: yeah yeah I mean you'll also have like a a level of pride that you have within yourself, level of self-inflated importances, and you know other things. Yeah, what what do you
1: all. tie your identity to? Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. like because your,
1: your, if your identity is compromised by that failure, that is a very difficult place to be. Oh mm-hmm. yes, like I I, I feel a lot of I feel a lot of compassion for people like that because, like when you are questioning your whole identity based on a failure, that is a dark space. Mm. And I'm very sorry if any of you are going through that business. Yeah. Um, and like, be kind to yourself and work through it and get out of that place as quickly as possible. And when I say that place, I don't mean the place of failure. I mean the mm. place of tying your identity to
0: wins. To something. To something, yeah. Mm. yeah. yeah I I definitely agree with that. I know, I know Prash, you mentioned... Um, prayer earlier on, like really early on just now.
2: Oh no, that but, that was actually uh, a part of a joke because like sometimes you just oh. have to pray and hope that things get better, but yeah. <laughs> well, well, <Yep>. well, <laughs> it
0: is in God's hands. Well, well my, my 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 next question is what is the driving force? What is that driving force that keeps you going? What is that thing oh. that sustains that path? Is it faith? Is it trust? Is it hope? You know, what is it that moves you forward that keeps the burning, that, that keeps you from regressing?
2: I have an answer but uh, it's not mm-hmm. a normal answer uh, mm-hmm. and I think mm-hmm. it's it one matter. of the one of the things that we discussed in one of the first podcasts is there's, mm-hmm. there, there's something inside me that I view as the core of my being right mm-hmm. and you could say listen uh, the easiest way I put it when I was studying was um, inside you there's a flame right and mm-hmm. That flame always burns, but it can burn lower, or it can burn bigger, uh, or brighter, or larger. Or I don't know what's the difference between low and high. You can't have a high. You can have a high flame, <laughs> right? Um, yeah. So I, I I believe that every person has that within them, right? And it's the mm-hmm. core of their being. It's there. It's who they are. The color of it is the color of their person, you know. And that doesn't change nobody can affect that thing, nobody can touch it. It's only you that has the control of how strong it is, or whatever it is. So no matter what you're going through, if you can control that one thing, right, Hmm. then from there, you can control the next thing. If you're low, and you're at the bottom, your flame is low, and your entire energy system is low, right? But if you can control that, and psych yourself up to be as strong internally as you can, then the next step will come. For you, that's how, Yeah, that's how I never yeah. give up.
0: <laughs> never give up.
1: Can I just have the question again? Please?
0: <laughs> Sorry. What is <laughs> that driving force? <laughs> What's the driving force that keeps you going? Um, what, is, what is it that sustains you?
1: Okay, so that's interesting because there's the keep you going stuff in the sense of your responsibilities, right? And Mm. um, like I have certain responsibilities to people Mm. and I have to meet those and I, in my own, by my own hand, I have committed to those responsibilities and I want to meet them. So regardless of what I'm going through, I'll do my best to meet those responsibilities so I can function Mm. when I'm in a low state. Mm. If it's for purely selfish reasons why do i keep going for myself Mm. well once i have experienced the depths of whatever i'm going through and i understand this is my limit this is where the bottom is and i can now move forward because there's a little bit of anxiety i have in terms of i'm uncertain as to how bad this gets so then i don't want to move forward because if i try to move forward and i misjudge things and then i end up sinking further that's going to be terrible so i'd rather just identify where the bottom is. And when I have that sense of safety, then I'll move forward, right? When i am gotten to that state where I've understood where the bottom is and I'm now moving forward, there is a sense of wanting more from life, wanting, you know, more for myself that mm. sort of wakes up again. And maybe that's the flame good is talking about. Mm. And at that point, um, there's more optimism. There's more joy in what I do. Mm. Um, there's a bit more variety in terms of my activities and things like that, that, you know, naturally sort of come about. Um, and then I, I tend to want more from life mm. um, and then like the biggest driving force, um, you know, is on a personal level, just trying to find my person and start you know, my adventure with them. Mm. Um, and like, no matter how low the rock bottom is, I keep thinking to myself, well, there's somebody waiting for me, you know, you can't stay at your mm. Fine, feel, feel out whatever you need to feel out and understand what you need to understand. But don't wait too long.
0: I'd, I'd agree with, with, uh, with both of you, um, like that inner driving force, that inner source of energy, that your true self uh, coming to the, uh, mm. to the fore now um, uh, as that driving force, because it has to be you. It can't be anyone mm. else. And yet your true self, like Goj is alluding to as well, your absolute true self now comes out at your lowest point Um, and it sustains you. And I would agree with that. And I also agree with Dean because there are some people who who might not be in tune with themselves at that stage, but they need, like, like Dean says, his sense of responsibilities, his family, you know, he has to live Mm -hmm. for his family. Um, He has to get through things for his family because he has to support them, as an example. You know, you have those responsibilities. And then, like he says, the selfish reasons as well. um, To meet certain things in his life, to meet certain people in his life as well. So I I 100% agree with that. Um, So I love that it's too... Just add a
1: little bit of of clarity to that last point. Mm. And meeting to find my person is not necessarily just for her. I'm being selfish there is because I know that there's certain things that I want to experience in life yeah. and I'm choosing to want those experiences with the person. Yeah. So that I can absolutely go and do things you know by myself and go travel I can go and mm. you know experience whatever I need to experience by myself but certain experiences I want to share mm. um, and that is where that comes from.
0: Yeah. Agree. I agree. I, you know that, that I thing that you in, just said you now
2: um, it's so hard to explain it to people. Like, I, as much as I could do things like, as an example, like you said, travel and stuff and go and experience stuff. I never really wanted to unless I was doing it with someone. Mm. I don't it's, know.
1: it's hard to explain. But yeah. when you know, you know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking back to some things. <laughs> that I that I was doing a lot anyway I'll tell you after this um I, I think it's it's, it's, a, it's a combination yeah I think it's a combination of uh, uh, I of, of what both of you said um, in my for my personal experience as well and then there's something I just, there's something else that I that I that I want to add um, theres I'm pretty sure everyone has heard this line um, that um, mm-hmm. I I always think that this everything is not the end and um, you know, and there's that line that says, um, "Everything will be be okay in the end." And uh, if it's not okay, this is not the end. And so that's one of the things yeah. that I, that I heard a long time ago. And that's also there's just that that motivation that that knows that that this can't be the end for me. Um, it just cannot. Um, this life doesn't stop here, and it has to keep going forward. And um, the, there's just all these reminders that I have to say, "Okay, this is." There's more to to it than just this. It doesn't stop here. Let's, let's keep going. That sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and I know, um, you know, this, this is also like a, like a chance for like a clean slate protocol, um, to rebuild from the ground up again, you know, and, and it's in a way that you want now this time, you know, the way you want to see yourself, the way you want to Mm -hmm. represent yourself now to the world Mm -hmm. as well. It's a great opportunity to do that. Um, so, you know, what are then some of the components that you think people should focus on if they're rebuilding themselves, like, you know, from the scratch and um, from the ground up again, and um, from their lowest point. And, and yes, I, uh, I mean, we, I think we all understand that each person's journey is, is different. Um, what they need to build on is different, mm-hmm. you know, certain components might not apply, but we can at least provide just like some upper level framework. So w- what do you think are like some of the key components? you know, to move to move forward now out of this and build a new self?
3: Can I go first? Uh,
0: go for
1: it. Yeah, I was asking if I can go first.
2: Oh. Yeah, go for it, go for it, please.
1: Um, first thing I would say is understand if the failure was um, something you even wanted to fail at. Mm-hmm. And what what I mean by that is, <clears throat> um, understand what whatever it is you were trying to pursue, is it something you genuinely wanted or something that was placed upon you by your environment mm-hmm. be it family be it a loved one whatever that is right because mm-hmm. if someone pushed you into doing something and then you became invested and you failed at it that's a whole different thing to try and deal with um mm-hmm. so you got to understand what it is that you want and the best way to do this is to take the ego out of it and un- in, you know then see, okay, is this thing I'm pursuing? Is it really going to improve my life? And in what way is it going to improve my life? And am I? And we discussed this in the previous podcast. Mm. Am I in alignment with what I'm pursuing? Mm. Because mm. when you are not in alignment with what you are pursuing, it's possible to succeed, but it's a lot harder, right? And the failures tend to hit you a lot harder. But when you are in alignment with what you are pursuing, you tend to find extra gears, like you would never believe. And the success tends to happen. And when you fail at the things you're pursuing, but you're in alignment with it, it doesn't feel like a failure. It feels like an attempt that was missed and then mm. you plow right back into it. Mm. So the energy is not really necessarily lost. Sure, you got a little bit knocked and then you have to maybe just learn a few things and make mm. a few adjustments. But the mindset is completely different.
3: Mm.
1: So I would say just understand what it is that you're chasing or moving towards mm. and where it comes from and what mm. purpose it serves. And if you establish it for the correct reasons and you're in alignment, then a for way and peace and love go with God.
0: <laughs> I love that.
2: Prash, yeah. What's your take? Uh, I understood the question a little bit differently because I yeah. think you're talking you were talking about clean slate protocol, right? And mm. I'm one of the people that love doing that. Um, yeah. I like starting over, reinventing myself, deciding the things yeah. that I like. But yeah. through, I've done it a few times, and every single time, like the first two times, I realized that there's something underlying that's that needs to be there. And I think Dean said something so important. He said, "Did you did you need to fail at something, and then realize that you either?" decided to choose it, or someone else chose it for you, right. Mm. And a part of me that learned something about myself when I was doing this, like you say, clean play protocol is, um, you need to have and understand what your values are as a person. And when you have those values in place, right, and you have to understand that whatever values that you have in place are, they mirror you, they They are, uh, like, it's part of the sense of you're right and you're wrong, right? So honesty, for example, is one of them. Or um, uh, uh, patience is another, for example, right? And Mm -hmm. those things about yourself will never change, right? You can change, you can work on them to improve the ones that you see as you're struggling Mm -hmm. with. But the ones that you have that are strong are never going to get weaker. It's like a core part of your being, right? And when we talk about Clean Slate Protocol, it's about deciding on what you want to do with yourself going forward, right? Um, And whatever you are is a, a culmination of all the experiences that you've had before you, but also a culmination of all the things that you've done. And that's where Dean's, in my mind, Dean's whole point of did you choose this, or so did someone choose it for you? And if they chose it for you, does it align with your values? And if it doesn't, then you need to understand that all the things that you are were doing weren't in alignment with your values, and that's why, when you failed at it, right, you should learn that you can move on from it easily. Whereas if they were, if it's something you chose and it was in alignment with you, and you failed at it. Then, like he says, you'll just pick up and start going again, like, like you know. And that's how I sort of the like you said. What's the first thing you do? I think the first thing for me is look at what your values are and understand, try to understand what resonates with you, and that's where you can start building on top of the basic blocks.
1: Yep.
0: I mean that that comes also uh, from a deep introspection as well on self um, yeah, initially because okay. what what you'd what you want to build from you'd need to determine that I mean yeah one hundred percent you'd you'd determine the path to go from here because you um, you now get to decide again yeah, okay, yeah. what you what you'd want next yeah so it comes from a deep introspection as well. Um, I think uh, uh, in one of our early podcasts, Dean uh, mentioned really just getting down to your core, um, asking Mm. the hard questions of yourself, Mm. uh, you know, and and don't be scared of the answers you get when you ask yourself the questions. I think that's uh, what Dean mentioned really early on in one of the podcasts. Um, So like, uh, I mean, uh, are there any pitfalls and falsehoods uh, of this healing journey to watch out for? um I'll, I'll give you an example in my most recent um thing i mean you all know the story there um mm-hmm. and i think some some of the things is that on some days and you'll feel really awesome and um, and then others you wake up really depressed <laughs> and well, while i know it's uh, you know it's up and down um in my case i, I know i have to appreciate all the different feelings um, as they come, Um, like there's that that false sense of security there. Uh, And the pitfall for me was, um, you know, thinking that everything is now okay, but then I had that one day where it was pretty bad and, you know, it caught Mm -hmm. me off guard as an example. So that was the the pitfall for me, uh, you know, thinking that everything was okay for a while. Um, Can you think of any other pitfalls um, or falsehoods uh, to this new journey of your of of a person. You want me to go? Uh, yeah, please.
1: Um so yeah the false dawn is
0: how I think of it. Um <laughs> Yeah, yeah that's what it that's what it was, yeah.
1: That's that's definitely one. That's a big one. Um but for me, um wanting to move too quickly. Mm. Um and it's mm. not the same as what Yash was talking about. It's um because, I mean, Yash is, you know, you, you feel like you're there. there. Yeah. You yeah. know, there's, you're not actually out the woods. You just made it into a small clearing. <laughs> um, whereas the, uh, the being impatient with yourself is a pitfall for me. It's like not taking the time to recover from whatever damage you took and mm-hmm. then not taking enough time to assess how to move forward. Uh, yeah. The worst thing you can do is rush into something new when yeah. you've not recovered, because that's going to be damaging for all parties concerned. Hundred percent. So for me, pitfall there is um, not having the required patience to recover.
0: That's a good one, mm. actually, as well. Like trying mm. to speed up the journey, even like yeah. you know. There, I think there's there was at one there was at one sermon I was I was really uh, watching, and this 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 uh, this preacher, he says. Um, there was a treadmill and it was on like speed one. And when you try to run on speed one on the treadmill, you can't, <laughs> right? Like there's no yeah. way you can run on mm. speed one. And he says, that's the pace that, that you need to go at that time um, because yes. that's, that's the pace it needs to be. Um, and as your journey goes, um, you'll get better and better and then the speed picks up and then you eventually at a pace um, of normality again but you cannot rush the process. So you trying to force and run on the treadmill at speed one is not going to work. Um, so that's the analogy he used in that, in that sermon. Yeah.
2: Um, I, 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 I definitely think that both the things that you guys have added in terms of learning, it's sort of a lesson to learn that while you're on the road to positivity, Pitfalls, like bad things can happen, like a bad day can happen, right? So that's definitely one. The other one, like Dean says, is taking time, which is super important. The only thing I could actually add to those two is learning to forgive um, Mm -hmm. yourself, right? Mm. But also remember that sometimes things that happen to you, like these pitfalls and these low... uh, troughs and stuff that happens. Sometimes it happens from outside, like, there's an external force, someone does something bad to you. And then it mm. it's, and yes, in some cases, you just can't forgive those people, right? Say someone physically hurt yeah. you or whatever it is. But learning to forgive yourself um, through all of this is, I think, one of the things that you have to add on top of what you guys have said. Because After going through those things and giving yourself time and and, because those are the initial things, you have to give yourself the time and you have to understand that bad days are going to come, right? Hmm. But after that, you have to learn how to forgive because if you don't, then giving yourself all that time is not going to make a difference. And, um, when the bad day comes, you need to learn how to forgive, pick up and move on. And I think that's probably the only thing I could add to what you guys said. Um,
0: I, like I really like the forgiveness. Yeah, I, I, I really that. like the, I like the forgiveness, forgiveness thing. I think my, per, my therapist once said um, to me that, that forgiveness is not for the other person, it's for yourself. Yes. Um, yeah. it's, too, true. Very true. It's, it's such that um, you say to yourself that this feeling and whatever you're holding on to doesn't serve you anymore. Mm. So you need to forgive for you, not for the other person, mm. or anyone else, or anything else. Um, mm. Yeah. So, so I really like that you mentioned that. Um, do you think there's like a length of time to know when it's time to like (laughs) this is gonna be funny to release to release your bankai (laughs) you know your your zankano tachi bankai to to, Mm -hmm. to kind of kind of go out there in the world again photo boss level Uh, yeah release your nine tails form or whatever you know I know what you're asking but I personally think the answer is no
2: (laughs) (laughs) I we'll yeah.
1: disagree with that, but carry on.
2: Yeah, not to know when to release your Bankai, but how long a period of time. Because mm. depending on what's happened to you, the recovery time or the time, like you said, to come out of whatever you've been in can vary. And it's mm. when the time is there, then you definitely know, uh, and then you can mm. release your Bankai or whatever. But uh, knowing mm. how long it's going to take you to get out of something, I think, personally, it's too difficult.
0: Hmm. Yeah, everyone's yeah, healing really journey really is true. different, right? I mean, I'm not asking for, yeah. like, uh, let's just say you you have a loss or you uh, lose mm. your job or something like that, and, like, mm. seven days later, right, I'm back. No, 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 I'm not, I'm not really asking that, I think. Um, it's, it's also, like, the secondary question to that is, like, how do you know you're ready as well?
1: Um, So the the points, I mean, if we go along the the Bankai analogy, Mm. that that is a very specific um, upgrade that has a very specific purpose, right? It is meant to defend or to attack or whatever it is, but there's a foe in front of you that that you summon that bunkai to overcome that foe. Mm -hmm. And whatever it is that you're going through right now, that's the training that you are going through in order to get your bunkai. Um, you know that, that level up that step up that full full tilt power form right, and once you have gone through that training and you have attained your Bankai, mm. you 'll feel a different way like you when you make it through this this dip and you're on the other side and you can breathe fresh air and there's light and hitting your face and all that kind of stuff, whatever that metaphor is you'll feel different you'll know you're out the woods mm. and you'll know you're also stronger for it right and the point of going through that dip was to teach you something, was to help you grow, because life doesn't put you in shitty situations for no reason, mm. right? You, it's, if, if you really look back and you really introspect at all the cuck you've been through, everything has taught you something, it has made you stronger. And the purpose of those things has equipped you for whatever was coming. So when that situation that requires your bankai mm. arrives, you will be able to deliver because you went through this dark night of pain and misery and suffering and all that other stuff and you made it out and you are stronger for it. So when the situation arises that requires a stronger version of you, that stronger version will be present and ready.
0: Mm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, mean, I, agree with you. I mean, you build up to that that release um, of of magic internal energy. Mm-hmm. I think one of the also also one of the things that you can do um, during this time is like also kind of figure out what your superpower is again, um, and you know kind of share that with the world, um, because it's, it's a chance to always like we talked about you know rebuild from the ground up clean, clean safe protocol, um, but you know maybe you didn't know what your superpowers were. Um, <laughs> Excuse me. I don't know what my superpowers. It's a chance. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean I t- like, it'd be it'd be a great chance because uh, you cause you're going through the rebuilding phase again. Um, great chance to kind of figure out what your ikigai is, as an example, what yeah. you have to offer to the world, mm. as an example. I think um, I think pretty much that's that's what I had. Um, but I'd like to also just quickly, because Dean mentioned some really cool things, right? Um, and good as well. Mm-hmm. But I'd like to just share something from my diary. Um, I'm just going to read you an excerpt from my diary. Um, yeah, okay. um, So, as I let go of the path that had just seemed imposs- an impossibility to occur, I remember that my future is brighter because of it, um, and I will grow stronger because of it. This life has many hurdles, and at each hurdle, whilst might seem incredibly difficult, um, and I will fall at times, I make a promise to me to keep on going. Um, so that's just a one of the quote, one of the the excerpts from the from that diary on that day.
2: Um, mm,
0: and uh, the last the last line of that is, um, "I will never be that version of me again that let that happen."
3: Mm. Oh, okay.
2: that was yeah. Good. At
0: uh, least You keep a diary, but I uh, I would struggle to do that. Uh, I, I mean, uh, there's a lot of different things that that one can try, right? I mean, mm. you all know I digitize. I have a digital diary and uh, all that jazz. Mm. And, but it's it's nice to just write down uh, thoughts as they occur, mm. um, and you can go back to them at any given time and uh, you know during periods of your life and see okay. Um, what happened on this day uh, a few years ago um, and look how far um, I've come as a as a reminder as well like uh, I, I know we talked about when we go through our troughs, but mm. uh, you know I, I, because of this diary that I've built up now for for a very long time, I can always go back and see wow, well, um you know this is what I've done, um, this is what I've overcome and because of the past of what I've overcome, I know I can overcome what's current, you know. Um, so for me, it helps in that way. I like that what you said uh, there was... Um, um,
2: I, You said something about learning from the mistakes that you made. And mm-hmm. I think that is something that... I I always try to do, no matter what situation I'm in, I try to learn from and absorb from that situation all the the lessons that are there. Um, And I think that's probably one of the best things you can do. Whether it's a good situation or a bad situation, there's always something to learn from whatever you're going through. And if you keep your mind open to learning, You'll find that a lot of the time, things like ego and the damage that you invariably receive from those situations um, is lessened.
3: Yeah,
0: That's true, right? Um, like, uh, you know, we always talk with this, this is popular sayings, and we kind of always talk about mm. there's there's uh, blessings and lessons uh, in mm. life. Mm. You know, sometimes you'll be blessed sometimes you'll you know, you'll fall to learn a lesson like you just said mm. um, and you'll uh, the silver lining it's is a
1: lesson or a lesson <laughs> <two>. yeah
0: mm. <laughs> mm. And you always kind of need to look out look out for that right um, mm. hardships are never there to to hurt you they're, they're there to uh, get you to your next level mm. um, so pain to power um, as a catchphrase hopefully it catches on <laughs> pain to power uh, I like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can decide. You can decide what it is, right? Um, mm. Am I going to continuously stay in the pain, or am I going to move to my power? The choice is yours at the end of the day. Um, but uh, more than likely, um, you will choose to move towards your power. Mm. Well, in most cases. Well, um, that is all I had for, for this evening. Um, any final words of encouragement um, or uh, advices that you'd like to give?
1: Not from outside. Good.
2: Um, recently I keep seeing things about um, where they ask old people on the street what have you learned over mm. your years? Mm. And... Uh, I don't know whether my skull is just very thick or it just yeah. takes time to learn the things that they're saying, but the more okay. I hear it, the more I resonate with it now than I would have tenure. Um, you and have to be things, ready to learn certain things. True, 100%. But I mean, I wasn't so stupid back then that I didn't understand what it meant to... Um, you know, when the old people say, you know just do the things that make you happy, right? And be with the people that make you happy. And it like, it never sunk in until I, like the more I hear it, the more I'm like, I knew this and I heard this before, but why did I never practice it, right? And I think there's a you... difference between understanding something and appreciating it. Sure, definitely, right. And, but the thing is is that t- to this situation, right, it's mm-hmm. a really good starting place now that I think about it, because if you're in a bad situation, go back to like grassroots simple things that work. Spend time doing the things mm-hmm. that make you happy, right? as long as they aren't hurting someone else, obviously. But, um, mm-hmm. and then spend time with the people that make you happy as long as they aren't hurting you. Yeah. Um, I, I preface that the, you aren't hurting people and they aren't hurting you because nowadays people find pleasure in terrible things. Pain but, of others. Uh, yeah. yeah. but uh, And that's why I preface it because normally I wouldn't. But, um, that that is... <laughs> but that there is uh, also another way of starting the process of coming back.
0: That's also true. I mean, remember we, uh, in some of the podcasts of previous times, we asked about how to recover your energy. (coughs) And you specifically, you both mentioned do things that you love doing. Mm. Um, You know, on a continuous basis until you get to a point of uh, levity again you know mm. um, of stability as well
3: because
0: mm. doing things what you love gets you to a happy space
3: mm,
0: definitely like you, you wouldn't love you wouldn't love doing them if it didn't make you happy it didn't make you content it didn't make you feel wanted, loved or um, appreciated or, or anything mm. like that you know um, so yeah I definitely agree with that
2: because that wanted, loved and appreciated is what's going to help you get out of where you are
0: you know
3: mm-hmm. mm mm-hmm
0: I think we we didn't mention the uh, those sorts of emotions as well. Being around um, people who make you feel that. Um,
2: mm-hmm. That's the why good all the movies when something goes of, wrong, of people in so your When life. something goes wrong, that
0: person goes home and they go and stay by their parents. <laughs> sure. You know, just yeah, just mentioning just mentioning something going wrong. I know Les Brown has a saying: "When something goes wrong, don't go with it." <laughs>
1: Um, that's true. Oh man, I love that. That's
0: um, a good one. <laughs> um, I love that. <laughs> yeah, you sh- you shouldn't go with it, you know. But um, hundred mm-hmm. percent good. You go you go to you gravitate toward the people that um that care for you, that
2: mm-hmm. are going to
0: provide that support um mm-hmm. and attention to you. I think we we didn't touch on it, but that's that's a major factor as well. Um, your support structure. What what do you have in place? Who do you have in place as well? Mm. Um, and uh, who you surround yourself with, um, uh, good or bad, is who you become as well, because mm. they have impacts on your life. But uh, during those low times, uh, who do you go to? Mm. Uh, Definitely. So find 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 that find that friendship balance or that loved one balance or family balance that um, when you do have uh, a period like this, you lean on them, and you can lean on them, and it's not a You know, I know some people, there's like a stigma around um, being open about these things and saying, hey, I need the help. Um, I know we've talked on this as well in the previous podcast where we say uh, we shouldn't kind of feel that stigma. Um, Hmm. Asking for help is a show of strength, not a show of weakness. You know that Uh, uh, people struggle with that. Yeah. Mm Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: I mean, they feel they're a burden on people. I, I know in the past, uh, I didn't. I never spoke about my issues because I always thought I was burdening others with uh, problems, right? Uh, but that's mm-hmm. a generic uh, response of perhaps most guys because uh, we feel that. We feel like we should be mm. um, capable enough to handle everything on our own, um, magically. <laughs> oh, no. But uh, yeah, yeah. Without gaining the skills for it, but um, yeah, leaning on people is is a, is a strength, and asking for help is a strength, in, in my opinion. So, Definitely. who you surround yourself with during those times is is an, is a, is a great um, show of strength. And and I know we touched on this as well in one of the previous podcasts about substance abuse and turning in the wrong direction, because sure. uh, those are destructive habits uh, so, that you yeah. that you can still build uh, during this period. So you know, destructive habits, watch your habits. What sort of habits do you build um, during this time? Is it destructive or is it positive? Uh, but, and you know you can turn like during some of these low periods, you uh, people turn to the bottle yeah. um, or some or some vice, some sort of destructive vice. Um, yeah. But if you have a a, a strong support structure, um, a, a mindset that that can help you move forward, um, you you won't spiral into that destructive um, zones that strong support structure is very important hmm. uh, so there's there's not a lot of people who, who do have strong support structures um, so one of the things that I wanted to do over the next few months, uh, I don't know if you'll know about this but there is an online online um, uh, platform where you can mm. regi- register yourself um, for people to talk to um, because not a lot of people have people to talk to i can got a helpline a not a helpline just someone to listen cuz I am not qualified to help anyone um, but what I am qualified to do is just listen to someone so like a listener right? and just I like and that. just and just be there you know for someone to talk to yep. so i was yep. uh, there's this online platform that you can register, and you like people who want to just talk uh, can talk. Um, I'll 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 I can't remember the actual yeah, name it. of it right now, um, but I'll share it um, on our on our Instagram and TikTok. and uh, on the on I'll share a link to the to okay. the platform uh, on the podcast as well. But it's cool. one of the things that I wanted to register for over the next few months, just to. And it's flexible. You can select which time zone you want to listen to people. You can listen for half an hour, one hour, whatever. You choose the time. But it's just a, it's just a place where you can you know, give your time to others to, yeah. just so they can release it. I mean, not so a, like, like I mentioned, a, not, a, not a lot of people are like us.
1: It's a beautiful idea.
0: Yeah. yeah. Not, not a lot of people who are, are like us who are privileged and blessed enough to have each other. Uh, yeah. There are people who are struggling in this world and they just need someone to listen. That is all. Okay. So but is it a video call thing? You, you can select what you what type you want. You okay. can select a video, you can select chat, or you can select just a phone call. Or okay. Skype or whatever, or, or Teams or whatever. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. That's just one of the other things that I wanted to do. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'd be keen to do that.
0: Oh yeah, who knows? Maybe one of our listeners will, will call in and I'll be on the other line. and uh, yeah, I'll just listen. I'll just listen. Hopefully that can yeah, help we'll be someone. Yeah, will to them this time. Mm. Well, on, on that note of um, helping others and um, relating to others, um, any last thoughts, comments?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I can't think of anything else I, I think mm. okay well um, once again thank you both for um, joining this evening and um, thank you for your wonderful comments and responses and um, this perhaps uh, can help so many people out there um, listening in and once again listeners thank you so much for tuning in um, we love you, we appreciate you, we hope you have an awesome remainder of the week, um, wherever you are in the world. um, And we hope you, whatever you're going through, you recover from it. Um, This is us, the Three Wise Potatoes, um, signing off for this evening. Good night.
3: Bye.
1: Bye. Bye.